Hi, my name is Taina Evans, and we're with... I'm Ann Zeno. And we're doing the Our Streets, Our Stories Oral History Project here at Quincy Street Residence um, to find out more about the Ben-Stein neighborhood. So, Ann, please, uh, why don't you tell us with... Okay, story. I come to New York in 1969, but I'm a runaway child, right? My father back home was giving me so life so hard, we can't talk to no boy. And I was a teacher when my kids go into school, I can't even go into a trip, I can't even go with them. And then uh, after my mother, which is my stepmother that I know as a mother, after she passed away, my father tried to get all his kids that he make you know, outside before the woman bring them to me to raise for him. And I said, no, 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 that's not a life for me. So one day he went to work. While he went to work, I packed up and went away. When he come, I was out. And then I get to the city and get myself together and jumped to New York. After I reached to New York, that's the time I sent him a uh, telegram. That's what telegram at this time to let him know I'm in New York. He don't like the idea. But like they say, you like to run for the rain and you fall on a river. I left my father who was giving me hard time and I fall to a guy which was worse than my father who treat me like a dirt give me so much problem. I have three kids with him, but I left him in 1982 mm -hmm. because like, it was too much headache for me because he was treating me like a slave. Mm -hmm. One month later, he come in and promised me he will change, he will be good, and I get back with him again and he give me a third kids, right? After that third kids, life getting worse. And then he been stay on a street, stay away for a whole week and come home only on a weekend. Tell me he working far, far away, but when he come on that weekend, we me a ton of dirty clothes to clean. Just like a slave, never have time for my kids, for myself. And then now, the people, my friend, his family, they all know that he's not working for a he's working on Brooklyn just like me. He just have it stay by his other woman, because woman is not enough for him. So, he forget to tell the job to give him his income tax hand to hand. His income tax come to me, and I find out he was working a couple dollars on my job. Next morning, I get up and go to the lawyer, and explain that to the lawyer, and he asked me if I want a divorce. I say, sure, I do want a divorce. And then they give me the divorce paper. The lawyer told me, go get friendly with him, make good food for him, try to be nice, then he can sign the divorce for me. When he come home that Friday, he left the house on Monday morning and he won't come back until Friday night. And when he come, I just do what the lawyer told me to do now. And then after he finished to eat dinner, we tell story and I give him the paper. 
tell him what, what that was to sign for me, then we can separate peacefully. He told me over his dead body. I went back to the lawyer, I said, let's do it over his dead body, because that's what happened, they don't want to sign it. And the lawyer told me they, we have to do a consistent divorce because I have kids with him. So I give the lawyer his picture, his income tax picture, then they can have his address, and the lawyer take some police, whatever, and go straight to his job and make him sign the divorce, and we separate. But still friendly, right? When he get ready to retire now, some of his friends told him, since he have little kids with me, he can get some money from me because they will give him extra money because he have extra kids, but the person don't tell him the right story. Mm -hmm. That was the other way around. Is me going to get money from him because I have underage kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, that passed. But the worst story for me, my third kid that he left me pregnant. And I was not able to get any good job while I was with him. I was working on a nasty job, like on a trash, you know, when they sell those second-hand clothes, nasty. They call it a rags factory. That's what I was working all my life when I was with him. So after I left him, I went to get my high school diploma. And I pick up myself and get a good job in a Salvation Army. And I, when he find out that I was a supervisor in a Salvation Army, he tried to be friendly for me, but I keep him on distance. I told him, since he have three kids with me, he still can come and so the kids, and we keep, still can change conversation, but come back together, that's a never. But my kids struggle. I work about three jobs to raise up my three boys, that's three boys put them on private school, everything. But on 19, on 2013, that's the third part of my life. The third one, I lost him just miraculously. We used to hanging on with friends, and one Sunday afternoon, July the 9th, we wake up, he come back, he, he take me to work. Mm -hmm. I was doing housework on Sunday, that was a Sunday. He take me to the subway and take me to work. And then it was at the afternoon, later evening, I was working from two to seven. And uh, when it was close to seven o'clock, he called me, tell me when to pick me up. He used to bring me to the subway and then come to pick me on a subway again. And then uh, when he called me, something to serve and say, what time to leave the house to pick me up? I told him, don't come. I still have problem at work, they have flood. I will come, and it was so hot, that was July. And I come home, when I come home, I find him in a house. He told me he didn't go out, no way. He was feeling tired. And then he say, we talk. I eat supper and he eat supper too and he tell me he going for a walk and that was the last time I saw him. When it was four o'clock in the morning I get up, the police was knocking on my door, tell me that he had an accident. I thought he was alive but by the time they took me, took me to the hospital I didn't even have time to say goodbye to him. 
So since then now, I feel so lonely because the other two are on their mom now. I feel so lonely, so I'm feel so sad to stay in a house by myself. That's what I try to find on other places to go for exercise, try to go to all the movement to keep my mind busy, just to take me away from the house. That's the sad part of my story. To see him gone, just like that. And I never know how he died. The person who was with him was a stranger he just met at a bar who tell the police that he went to pee and he hit the third rail and get it electric queue. Oh, in the subway. In the subway. But the train doesn't, his body was not mashed up. Mm. When I went to see his body, all he, his chin was all burnt off and that was it. Mm-hmm. But they told me after they took him to the subway, he stayed alive for one hour. I get to try to revive him, and they could. When I reached to the hospital, he was already dead. But since then, I keep saw him every night, and I dream every night. I keep saw him alive, and right after, I um, I left the hospital. He come in that night time. He told me he's not dead. He told me he's not dead. That was the hard part for me. And then I've been seeing him every single night and I dream. And then I try to keep myself busy by doing sewing, doing crochet, go to all the exercise just to stay away from the house. The house makes me so sad. That's what that lady, whenever he knew they have something somewhere, Call. She called me to let me know, so I, let, I tell her I cannot stay. I cannot stay in that house, and I, I'm, I'm not able to move either. I cannot move either because you are not placed since 1969. You know, the rent from 1969 and now, and I'm on rent control. There is no way you can move to go other place. My, my second son, he don't live in a city, he lives in Boston, but I don't like where he lives. Because there's no transportation, no business, no market, no nothing. You have to be on a wheel all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid of the, of the driving. Mm-hmm. I have my driver license since 1974, but I never use it. Never use it because I'm so scared of the street. That's the hard part of me. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep myself busy every single day just to see if I can get a recover. He'll be three years next, next month. Go to make him three years since he's passed. That was, the, that was my story.